DJ, drop a beat. Not another podcast. 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 Those people are the freaks, man. They're hookers, so it's fine. James. Meth is a hell of a drug. Okay, bitch, it's on. Price. You know what really grinds my gears? I bet they're Brazilianaires. Samantha. Get out now or sting, get weaved. When we're really <laughs> desperate, we put our hands underneath his balls. Big Jim. I know my way around a joke. Been shaving your own pubic hair for years? No, I've just been collecting it. I'm not weird. Danny. Don't want to sound like a dick or nothing. Had an expansive bookmark collection. What the hell is wrong with you people? Not another podcast. Uh-oh. Are you ready? I'm, oh my God, I'm so ready. Jimmy. Jimmy now. Can you wait till he's on to say that? I, I, Jim, Jimmy, Jim. Jim, Jimmy now, Jim it, Jim it now, Jim it good, oh. Jim this puts oh. like you Jimmy, should. <laughs> Jimmy so hard. Jim, Jim it now. Oh, I want to be Jim so hard. Jim! Hello? Jim! Yeah! <laughs> I need a Jim Moret. A Jimmerette? Like cigarette. It didn't work. Okay, I tried. All right. Just don't set me on fire. I know. Crispy Jim is the best Jim. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, that's, I'm so, someone's tipsy. I'm loving I this one. I wish. Already. I'm so tired. I just want to go to sleep. I was hanging out in Ryan's office for a little bit. And I it's it's like really cozy up there. And he's got this little comfy like love seat up there. And I was just sinking into it. Just like, uh, can't sleep. I'm going to miss the <laughs> thing. So... <laughs> I'm yeah, Mr. an epic Jimmy, so. I, I got my epic Jimmy. Uh, so I just should just get with the the funny then. Thank just, you so much for, for coming late and, and then hanging out after when all the other podcasts are asleep. We're staying up late. <laughs> cranking We're your late night podcast alternative. That's right. You could be asleep right now, but you're not because you're, you're a creepy drifter. How you been, buddy? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. You know, um, the new job has, uh, not yet. Not changing. One puke puddle at a time. Thankfully, I haven't had to deal with too many, um, bodily, uh, secretions, uh, as of yet. Um, when I first took the job, I had, uh, horrifying images of like, so this is where we keep the sawdust. And then we're just going to take some of this and we're going to sprinkle it on top of the vomit. Now, something about the wood we use seems to anger up the vomit. And you'll see there'll be a chemical reaction that'll take place. Now, you're just going to want to slurp all that up with your mop here. Uh, that is okay. a lot better yeah, than no, this is where we keep the body bags. <laughs> what, what high school? What like 80s, I went to a couple like, of rough high schools. Class of Newcom High. <laughs> Annex. Is that what it is? Is that where we are staying? Yeah. Okay. We apparently are in the middle of James's dinner hour. Yeah, right. I just hear the clanking of a fork and bowl. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry and sleepy. That's two dwarves. <laughs> You're half a person. <laughs> two dwarves is- equals half a person. Don't do the math. Don't do the math. 
That's where that be... you lose you. No, your math does not check dwarf... out. My dwarf math, first of all, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here, move heaven and earth to come here, and then have my my dwarf math question. Yes, you are. By by some chilly swilling James come lately. By a peck. <laughs> some fucking daikini. That's what I loved about that movie so much is you learned racial slurs for fantasy <laughs> figures. Fantasy racial slur, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just it's a good time all the way around. But that's not it. That's Have you heard life. that they're making a TV show? The Willow Show, yeah. Well, yeah, the Willow, sh- yeah, it's like a, it's the like Willow a show. talk show, yeah. <laughs> People come into like his like you know mud covered hut, and they're like, hey, and the purple cut seven, right? And they're all just like playing weird like gourds and shit. Like, deep, 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 he talks, he he, deep, he interacts deep. with Burgle Cut during his monologue. <laughs> the Burgle Cut's like his fucking Ed McMahon, yeah. <laughs> it's like Willow and Burgle Cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh Willow, you're always you're always siding with the with the with the the lefts or so. I don't know. I'm he does the great Creskini. <laughs> Who? The great Creskini. No, okay. It was it was the great Kreskin and and Daikini. Mm. You know when you have to explain the joke, Jim. Yeah, it's just that's a stretch. That 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 spell failed. You rolled a one yeah. on that joke. Yeah, I'm sorry. It happens. So, it happens. Uh, I've got a fantastic topic for us to to uh, talk about. Uh, you start the show at any point, or are you just gonna... fuck no? Okay, good. Hi, this is a show that Welcome you listen to. This whole to. Shit. So, uh. Earlier today, I got introduced to a, a couple of subreddits. Ooh. Oh, no. Uh, that That's your first thought, mistake. Where all good ideas come from. <laughs> no, I thought these were great because uh, there's a there's a whole podcast that just reads these stories and, you know, then kind of discusses them. And I thought, hey, who better to discuss uh, these things than uh, us, where our motto on this show is, hey, don't be a fucking jerk. Yeah. The subreddit is Am I the Jerk? Am I the Jerk? I've seen or the, am I the I, asshole. Yeah, I've seen the Am I yeah. the Asshole yeah. uh I also too. got one called uh, Nuclear Revenge that I think will be fun. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. do uh, tell. That sounded awesome. So um, like petty threads are fun too. Oh yeah. Um so I'm going to I'm gonna read one of these and then we're going to discuss okay um whether or not that the person was a jerk and any other ways that it could have been handled okay Sound good sure good. Right on us. okay Let's let me it. see if i can find one here how about we we do how best it could be handled and then like how it could have like what's the worst <laughs> possible made it way worse. <laughs> to have handled that situation uh some mm. of these i'm like seeing as like yes you are definitely a jerk That's the sound of James reading. Yeah, welcome to not another prepared podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I didn't have time at work to look for good ones. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I like that you're. you're I saw your a good one earlier. Her, Let me see if I can uh, find it. It was up here earlier. Bree's wearing a cloaked halter top. Yeah, yeah, we just see. We just see her arms. You can't. You can't see her. That way, she can slap you easier, and you won't see it coming. It's true. It hurts worse that way. <laughs> well, she knows I enjoy it, so she doesn't want me to see it coming. Stop making direct eye contact while I'm dis- disciplining you. Sorry, mistress. <laughs> Dear Reddit, so I'm a I'm a gimp, right? <laughs> and I thought it was a pretty sweet gig for a while. You know, rubber suits. All the blood I could drink, provided it's my own. Okay, here's but one. Lately, oh, okay. <clears throat> I guess we'll get to my problem later, James. Yeah, no one cares about your problems, Jim. <laughs> if time, Sorry. time permitting, we'll get to the gimp. We don't Jim your problem. Who feels like he's losing connection with his so dominatrix. This, this is a short one. Uh, and it's titled, uh, Am I people? a Jerk for Not Texting My Girlfriend All the Time? Yes. <laughs> Wow. And, uh, okay. on to the gotcha. next one. <laughs> so, says, Stark is on the case. <laughs> I'm a 14 year old male that games a lot. I don't always check my phone, so I never text her her first. But when she does, I respond most of the time. Be- now, because her cousin sent me death threats, and now her friend is telling me I'm a jerk because I don't text first, telling me to grow up and do calls with her every now and then. I- but other than that, I'm gaming. Am I a jerk? No. Well, there's a couple no. of things to unpack here. Oh my god! Uh, if you have to take breaks from gaming the way uh, deep sea welders have to like decompress <laughs> from like, you know, so they don't get the bends, so when they come back into like society, the sunlight doesn't cause them to catch fire, then maybe you should unplug more every once in a while. I think that would be uh, a healthy thing where. If you're missing out on life, like it, it may not just be your girlfriend who's trying to get a hold of you, right? It could be uh, a close friend with a problem or uh, something related to school or, I don't know, the end of the fucking world at the rate that we're going. So maybe, you know, come up for air a little more often, seeing as we seem to be on the brink of a fucking nuclear holocaust. I, I don't disagree also, your with you. girlfriend sounds mad needy. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, Jim. However... The kid's 14. Yeah, yeah, that's... We can agree that we're close to Armageddon. Yes, yes, okay. we are oh, definitely yeah, close to right. Armageddon. That's really but good. The yeah. kid is 14, and, and I think it's... Especially at 14... Now, again, knowing that they're too young to realize this, uh, maybe the girlfriend's a little... Being a little selfish in needing him to text her all the time. Well, it's like they're no. saying, text her first... Yeah. Why does he have to text her first? I mean, he respond whenever she texts, he responds. Well, it is reciprocation though, right? It is nice to know that he wants to talk to her too. Mm-hmm. Don't disagree same, with that. But at well, the he's same waiting time, for his game to buffer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but if, you know, 
I mean, would it kill you to like if you take a break and go to the bathroom, just be like, "Hey, thinking about you" or whatever? Like, that's not gonna hurt. Like you're in the bathroom. <laughs> what do you take taking a break a to big go dump, to the bathroom? You. <laughs> you don't have to say that. Come on, we all text on the shit, or don't even pretend like you don't. That's when I do my best texting. When so, you're like, shitty. Yes. So. <laughs> hey, babe, remember the last time we were hanging out? We watched that house marathon. What was the name of that weird rectal thing that that guy had? <laughs> I'm not sure how much is too much blood to be coming out from down there, but the bulls get pretty Can't full. wait to see you later. Well, they, that doesn't have to come across and that you guys are weird. Babe, okay, can so... you call my mom and tell her I'm out of <laughs> So, yeah, they are 14. And the thing, the, one of the biggest problems is the fact that um, these poor kids being the digital natives that they are, they've known from birth <laughs> that we are plugged in all the time and yep. it's like the society thing especially when you're younger is like love is real and disney movies and all that and before you know the world is like hey none of that shit is real um <laughs> or almost none of it's real uh you know th- there's this constant like you need to be in contact all the time and there was they didn't grow up with that um you know that uh oh are they gonna call and you know th- the anticipation is gone and I don't know. It, there, there's hey, a real... here's a fucking idea. Why doesn't she get a game and just uh, get into a game chat with him? <laughs> yeah, that could be fun. Well, maybe again, take up and... some of his interests as well. Now, okay, there, there's something that you said for that, but if the only way to get a hold of him is to create a character so you can say, hey, uh, Kyle, take a fucking shower, okay? <laughs> Jesus wept. Smells like death, you know, took a dump in your room. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a pressure uh, put on youngins. And yeah, I remember being a, a young teenage adolescent boy with the, you know, the old rotary phone bolted to the, to the, to the wall with the extra long cord. <laughs> and I knew exactly how long if I stretched the cord to the basement door and I got, like, I got it under the door and I could go down the steps into the Used basement with the phone. Yeah, right. It's just it's all natted, and like I said, some of it doesn't even like coil back up anymore. It's just giving the fuck up. And like you would sit, That's why we got you would a cordless sit phone. on the phone. Yeah, you'd sit on the phone for hours with this person, and a lot of it was, let's be honest, a lot of dead fucking air. Yeah, it was just like you kind of just spending time and wasting your parents' nighttime and weekend minutes. Uh, kids today have no idea what 10, 10, 220 means or what a dime a minute would mean. Star right? 69. But, yeah, they have no, <laughs> no clue that. what that shit is. Uh, but not to go too far down the, you know, back in my day, ilk, but it is odd for adolescents to be going through the same hormonal changes and wants and desires and whatnot. I'm just trying to figure out, like, I had Nintendo. I had Super Nintendo. I had PlayStation when I was a kid. I still got handies, right? I still, you know, from yourself. Got. I had secondhand handies. <laughs> secondhand. Secondhand. Is that handies. what you use both handies? <laughs> Are you switched when the arm? No, that's like okay. So here's your game console, right? You've got up, down, left, right here, and then A, B over here. 
So when you need up, down, left, right, you're using your AB hand. And then when you need your AB, you're switching to your up, down, left, right hand. So that's how you play and get your double handy at the same time. I could just Second get the hand handy. power glove, then this would be a lot easier, okay? This is all just but not my the ploy. One from no, the one from uh, Adam and Eve. Like, you have to order it online. <laughs> but you get, like, ten free DVDs and, like, something for her, something for him, something we'll both enjoy. It's a nice deal. Yeah, and absolutely. free DVDs and a power glove for a penny. <laughs> oh but you have to buy three DVDs. You know, but like, okay, so I do, because everything is online, it, it almost seems like there is an unspoken or an unwritten rule that you're not really supposed to spend a lot of like direct time with one another. It's supposed to be a lot of texts and tweets and Snapchats and Instagram messages and fucking TikToks and this, that, and the third. I'm just like, how are you supposed to dry hump a, uh, an email? That's what I want to know. Asking for a friend who's mad horny and is a, you know, a, a bulging inbox. <laughs> He's been told. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree, though. It's And that's sort of like kind of what I was saying is that there's there there's this constant connectiveness that uh, and let's just face it. Kids are stupid. Oh. You know, it's true. Especially part kid. I take. Well, it, I mean, especially teenagers. <laughs> and I don't mean that they're stupid like they're not intelligent. I mean, they're stupid as in their hormones are raging and yeah. they get a lot oh, of yeah. conflicting information. So they yeah. make stupid decisions because they just simply don't know any better. It doesn't make them bad or like dumb people. It's just they just don't know any better because they're kids and they think they they think they're invincible at this age. They think they know everything. And let's face it, we all did, too, at that age. So I'm not. They're you know, just this they're, they're only they're now really starting to. Yep learn how to be in a relationship mm-hmm. you know and but, and this one doesn't sound healthy so get get out now <laughs> she means- see she seems a little needy but what's weird though from that message though it wasn't her complaining it was all of her friends giving and the cousin threatening his life yeah really yeah. so maybe you gotta dump her because her friends are toxic yeah, yeah. it's that is important it, in a relationship. It seems like a lot of that. Uh, and I understand, you know, I mean, a relationship where you have to kind kind of drag the other person into every conversation. It's it doesn't it, it's definitely not healthy. Yeah. So uh, he needs to unplug more and she needs to fucking loosen up some yep. and have her cousin get some fucking rage, you know, classes. Yeah. If they can come to that middle ground, they'll be a lot happier. Absolutely. Yep. You guys ready for the next one? Lay it on us. I thought we were going to make it worse. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I have uh, I think they can make it worse on their own. They're 14. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> By just existing, the poor kids make it worse. Uh, Two this words, one? no condoms. All this... right, moving on. <laughs> this one is titled, Am I a Jerk for Not Paying for My Sister's Wedding? Yes. Okay. One of us had 30... to say it. Well, 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 I like that we, but one of us just automatically knee jerk reacts to yes. it, and then we'll roll back and see, like, oh, that was way off. <laughs> so I'm saying yes, he was a total a hole. Total a hole. Okay, Jim's vote is total a hole. Samantha, do you want to vote now? I'm, I'm with Jim sis- all the way. Yeah, you should pay for his sister's wedding. <laughs> Absolutely, like a dowry. 
I'm a 36-year-old male, and I'm a pilot living in the UK. I do earn quite a lot of money. I worked hard to get where I am in my career without the support of my parents. To give a little background, my sister was always my mother's golden child, her favorite. She's always spoiled her. One day, my mom came over to my house, and without any prior notice with my sister, to tell me my sister was getting married in three months. So I didn't think much of it and congratulated my sister. This is when things started to kick off. The conversation moved on to the cost of the wedding, which my sister told me was around $75,000. Shut the front fucking door. And that's when my mom said, that's why we were hoping you would pay for it. And I said, no, I won't. That's when my mother started screaming at me how my sister needed the money more than I did because she had a son and I, I, why I should pay for the wedding. I just said that that's not happening. Then my sister started crying and begging me to pay for the wedding, even though I paid off half my sister's student debt, set up a trust fund account for her son, which was nearly $20,000. So when my nephew turned 18, he would be able to access the money and be able to use the money for whatever he wanted. And my wife mother's wedding. (laughs) My wife reminded them of that. My mom called me a brat, smashed my TV, then dragged my sister out of the house. My Jokes on them, I could buy a new one with the money I had in my pocket. Not paying for your wedding. Neither here nor there. <laughs> my father-in-law found out about what happened, and he phoned them and told my sister and my mom to stick the wedding up their ass. Ever since, my mom's side of the family and my sister haven't spoken to me or my wife and blocked us on social media. And I still, to this day, six years later, feel emotionally conflicted over this. So am I a jerk wow. or not? No. Yes, Absolutely I'm still not, not sure if my sister was married or not. <laughs> no, she's still standing oh at the, the church like uh he'll be here with a checkbook any minute now yeah. that we can get started anytime anytime they're, they're just skeletons at this point <laughs> in okay. wedding attire so he paid off her student loans half paid off them? half her student loan and set up a trust son for her son that's worth at the writing of this twenty thousand dollars why okay which to me, like right there, taking care of your nephew and setting up a uh, sort of a nest egg for him for when he turns 18. Yeah. That's pretty fucking decent. Plus, paid off half her student debt. That's pretty nice. I mean, the fucking jerk could have paid the whole thing off, but whatever. That jackass. <laughs> she could pay for one half. You could pay for the other. Oh, my gosh. Right? I don't know what you're doing. And with- he's just like, oh, yeah, easily. Easily I could have paid the other half off. Oh, my God, yeah. Actually, it costs me more just to pay off half with like fees and shit, but I didn't care because I didn't want to pay the whole fucking thing off. So, um, uh, Sam, please uh, yes, take the yes, reins Samantha. on this one. First of all, why are you planning such an expensive wedding if you don't know how you're going to pay for it? Yeah. Great question. It, this is fucking 2022, maybe 2021 at the time of that writing. I don't know when it was posted, but... It's just the fucking. We're, we're well, in the 2020s, it said six right? years. Has oh, passed. Six, yeah, okay. So, so this is probably 2015, 2016, right around there. Why are, are we holding on to these BS traditions Thank that you. other families have to pay for your shit? Because that's not a thing anymore. No one can afford anything. Get on the boat with the rest of us. Like, that's, <laughs> yes. Just, you know, I know that it's the tradition traditionally the bride's family 
pays for uh, the wedding. No, it's like, the, the, I thought it was the father, yeah, father of the bride. Yeah. Yeah. Father of the bride. We have to take these expectations off of families. It's 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 crap. It is such crap. If your family wants to pay for it, that is a discussion to be had. Cool, mm-hmm. but you should not. Like like if I get married, I'm not going to expect my mom or his parents to pay for it. That's stupid. Bree's of course not. Your Bree brother. and I paid for everything at our wedding. That's why we had uh, our our DJ was a coworker of mine. <laughs> Friend of ours, yeah. Uh, DJ co-worker in the house. <laughs> I actually, uh, Jim. I'm break y'all. Jim, do you remember? Uh, do you remember Tim Taylor? Yeah. Tim was, the Tool Man Taylor. Your, he was our DJ. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa! You need to walk that the fuck back for us. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah! It was such a cheap wedding. We had a co-worker as a DJ. No, like Northwest Pacific Northwest radio legend Tim. Taylor, we paid was, him in pizza. Yeah. I mean that. I mean he's in a band too, right? Yep. Did his band play? No. He just okay. Well, still he just DJ. God, he had he had all the equipment, and he was at the time he was doing DJ. I think we were the last one of the last weddings he did before he hung up his uh, DJ. DJ hat. Well, I mean we're not talking like if you would have said like Brent Bresendine, aka was it Klondike UConn, or whatever the yeah. you caught Klondike, whatever. <laughs> Yukon <laughs> Cornelius, whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> now, if he was your I DJ, Klondike. <laughs> silver what would you and do? gold, silver and gold. What would you do for a Klondike DJ? <laughs> would you? <laughs> no, your bridezilla. No, <laughs> would you pay for your sister's wedding? I just would you? I don't okay, get it. This is basically okay. He said so earlier in the message that uh, the daughter was the mom's golden child yep. and she spoiled her. So the daughter's got no survival skills. She's got no real ability to really uh, take care of herself. And now that she's becoming an adult-ish, uh, it's becoming more and more obvious that she doesn't have the ability to take care of herself. So now her mom is pressuring anyone and everyone that she can to make this problem now their problem and just because he's got the means to now if this situation were different i'm saying like she's in college right that you know he paid half but she's working her ass off full time to pay the other half and you know she doesn't quite have uh the means to put this together but she's got this dream wedding that she's planned forever and you know it's a possibility but she just needs his help to make that happen and everything else I could see an argument to be made where he may be willing to work something out. But after the fucking student loans, A, the the trust fund for the kid, B, C is go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, James in the front. We have a question. Um, So I was just sitting here kind of reflecting on it. And and two things. Um, Number one, if the sister had come by herself and asked instead of the mother essentially demanding yeah that could be one thing but it could also be if she had come up and said hey we're looking at you know seventy five thousand dollars for my my dream wedding and and me being the brother going can you knock some of that down yeah i mean do you need all this stuff yeah it sounds like the mom like negotiated but the mom just kind of stepped in and and just kind of bulldozered the whole thing and it's probably the one taking over the planning too. 
Probably. Yeah. Like, oh, we need this. We need that. You need this. And well, then it the- doesn't even sound like they had a plan. They they just said that like your average seventy five k. So give us seventy five k. Like he's supposed to write a check, and then the memo line memo line write one wedding, and then they walk down to the wedding store and say one wedding, please. Like, oh, yes, it'll be $75,000. That's well, the problem. We didn't go to the wedding store. That's that's right. <laughs> Tim Taylor's like, nah, bro, nah, they'll, 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 they'll rip you off. Don't, that's don't, why yeah. I just don't talk to family. So, yeah, I think I think the the solution that, that would have made it better, I think, is if the sister had come without the mom. Mm-hmm. And then the brother and sister kind of sat down and went, okay, here's what I absolutely must have for my wedding. And leave mom out of it. Yeah, the best case. But how scenario. can we make this worse? Oh, <laughs> we, what oh. could the brother have done to make this worse? Go ahead, Jim. Oh, I was just going to say that the mother and the daughter uh, could start making fraudulent claims to the airline and get him fired from his job, and so uh, out of retaliation for him not willing to pay for the, been, for the wedding, that would have been bad. Yeah, I was just thinking that the brother could marry the sister. That's yes! hot. I mean, that's that's crazy. <laughs> he did could... you say that's hot? <laughs> no, kind of. No, what? That that's that's his second hand. <laughs> Name of the show: Second Hand Andy. <laughs> See, he, he, what the brother could do is print a bunch of like fake checks. And just give them checks mm. so when they keep bouncing and then just oh, leave the country. Oh, you are evil. <laughs> Send them a check. Keep forgetting to sign it. Yeah, just make them it. all bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Put it in someone else's name. They say void when he sends it. <laughs> Be like, I put the check on the back of this uh, job application. If you get the job, <laughs> uh, the part of your pay will be... No, I'm saying no. After you've you've uh, put half of her shit, you pay for half of her stuff. At what point is she supposed to live as her own fucking you know adult? Mom needs to cut the goddamn apron strings, and this daughter needs to learn how to live on her own. What does the fiance do? You know, like what's his job? Yeah, situation? what's his deal? Why can't or he her? Come up I don't want to assume. I don't want to assume. But like, what is the uh. significant others? Financial situation that they have to go to. Did they not go to his parents and ask for weddings? Weddings for me are a real hot button issue, and I've been getting real pissed off, even though I've never been married. Uh, uh, I've watched, there's a, a channel that I'm a big fan of. Give her a shout out, Charlotte Dobre. Fucking love yes. her. Yes. She I, is. Her every day. Oh my God. Subscribe, you know, and the fucking, you know, the, the naked guy across the street that's on his balcony. Right. You never see him. She's just reacting to, you know, whatever. It's a long story. Anyway, so she put this one up recently. She's done some Bridezilla ones in the past, and I'll watch so them because it's kind of funny. But I just, I started getting really pissed the last time uh, because, like, these, you know, the, 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 the wedding has become, it's my special day. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever happened to the joining of two people together, right? And, you know, it being like about a man and a woman saying, you're my partner, I got your back no matter what, 
and you know we're standing in front of like our family and our friends to let you all know and, and make you sure that you're all part of this whole thing no it has all become this like white hot spotlight that the bride has to have on her and everything has to be 100 across the boards perfect and so i actually put a comment on it. i'm just like here's a hot take I think the idea of it being the bride special day is toxic as shit. Mm -hmm. uh, but then again, what do I know? I'm just a man. I'm just like, lark this troll torch and let it fly. Yeah, what is it? Uh, just show up, stand there, and look nice. Right? And it's like, oh, because there's no real part of it that I have in this whole thing, considering I bought you the engagement ring, the wedding ring. I'm paying for the goddamn wedding. Uh, I'm in debt up to my goddamn years. And when this wedding, ultimately, this marriage ultimately doesn't work out, you're taking half of my shit anyway. So there's not a whole lot that's kind of like going to work out for the guy in the long run that this thing isn't 100% meant to fucking be. My thought is this. If you want to, you know, a modern idea or a modern take on marriage might be, you know, you get together, maybe one decides, doesn't have to be the guy. Or, you know, if it's a if it's a man woman relationship or whatever, it doesn't always have to be one person. They can both decide. But however you want to make the announcement or however you want to make it official, that's great. But I think the one should get a ring for the other and the other should get a ring for the other. It should be a mutual thing. Not this horseshit, you know, uh, what is it that great show Adam Ruins Everything? He dug into like the diamond industry and how horseshit it is and how that they using like nothing but uh, advertising work their way into becoming a wedding staple. Like how genius is that? Yeah. Before the twenties, there was no engagement ring horseshit. You could get married with a goddamn apple if you wanted to, mm -hmm. because I mean, that's all there was, was it was something had to represent the dowry. Well, De Beers came along as like, well, that should better be six months worth of your fucking investment, your money. Anyway. Yeah. So I put I put that out there and I got this one response that was like mad long. And it's like, there's so many integral details to a wedding. And when it comes to certain things like picking colors that, you know, accentuate, blah, 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 blah. It really and it's like dancing around a nice way of saying that men are too dumb to be able to play or have no interest in, which is another yeah, horseshit stereotype. Believe yep. it or not, I would love to burst this bubble. There are. So I didn't mean to cut you off, Sam. No, no, I was agreeing um, with you. Okay. Well, thank you. It's rare. I'm just uh, spurring you on. Like, yeah, keep going. I agree. Uh, yeah, I was saying. Um, still cut her off, though. <laughs> I did twice. No. Um, the but yeah, the the idea that it should be uh, a mutual thing. Uh, uh the uh, fuck. I, uh, I derailed my train of thought there. Uh, that there are men out there that would like. Oh to. yeah, that that are that think about uh, their wedding. Think about who they would like to marry. Think about like what that day is going to be like, right? They, do they plan it out to such a psychotic degree? Like it's like you're trying to kill an elected official. No. Is it still important? Fuck. Yeah, it is. Cause it's the rest of your life. But you know, the day comes and it's like, well, you just sit there get drunk with your friends. Try not to pass out at the altar. And you know, it's all just be just, sober enough to yeah, stand there. Just yeah, try not to sway while I'm standing there in this dress that I can't breathe, eat, or sit in. Drops Mike, walks off stage, <laughs> single for life. What's up? <laughs> Big jump back, coming hard. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Ryan and I had a discussion. James is about... the only James is the only guy that's actually married. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> Thanks. 
Thanks, you fucks. That was uh, that was uh, great. Thank you. Like mar- marriage is a construct. Burn it down. Sickness and health, <laughs> asshole friends and allies. I mean, yeah. it's just a patchwork of fucking assholes what this is. So I have a way to make it worse. <laughs> marriage or this situation? All of it. So <laughs> the cake gets delivered. Instead of frosting on the outside, it's mayonnaise. Why would you do that to cake, Sam? To cake. She's enough of a bride. She paid for the fucking wedding. She can do whatever she wants to the fucking cake. (laughs) That's true. uh, (laughs) Put it. Don't put like real cake in the in the mayo. That's just that feels that that's that's bad. Saying, that's how you make it worse. Make it look like a fake kid. I, I can make it. I can make it worse. Oh, underneath oh. the mayo, spam, uncooked Ooh. spam. Well, I mean, you're dealing with spam. I mean, and it's cooked is cooked that much. Di- it's basically a block of the only way that doesn't ben- work is if the wedding's in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> so you have your base is spam. The next row is tofu. The one above that is like, I don't know, rice. <laughs> what's, what's the section that they're going to cut in and have that first piece? Because that's what you want to be like. Usually in that base. <gasps> what if you have it to where it's like set to where they, they cut it like it bleeds? That'd be fun. Ooh, can we fill with spiders? Live spiders? <laughs> this wedding is cursed. Why? Why is the bride crying? That was my plan. Damn it! <laughs> going to have this goth not, Disney wedding. Not going to your wedding. Damn it! Thank well, you for, thank you for calling Gary. Spider cakes. Home of the spider cake. How can I make you ever please? No, we're at brown recluses. Creepy Gary spider cake and goth weddings. I don't know, man. We got like some fucking muffins with some daddy long leggers or whatever in them. For Menstrata. That's another another character. Goth Gary's spider cakes. I want to be Goth Gary. Life is fuel and you're just wasting your time. We've got new spider cakes in. <laughs> we only do funerals. We don't do we don't do weddings. We only do funerals. <laughs> we do funeral weddings. It's where you die, but you get married when you're in your coffin. Quick aside, because quick life aside. is life is nothing but pain. Side by side coffins, and then they say your vows as you're getting lowered. But they connect it with a tube so you can hold hands for eternity. Yeah, there you go. Aww. <laughs> Romantic. It's <laughs> <That's> disturbing. <laughs> Life is pain. Love is death. Ashes to ashes. Try our new spider cake. <laughs> ashes to ashes, fondant to fondant. <laughs> We only do black cherry frosting. Try the try the black forest tarantula. It's delicious. Don't worry. No, no, no. No, no. Don't bring us the plate. The cake will walk to you. <laughs> come cake. cake. Come. Where does it come from? Oh, your nightmares and nothingness. <laughs> the ether. The abyss that exists within us all. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will now cut the cake with my Freddy Krueger glove. And no, it is not gluten friendly. It is <laughs> gluten aggressive. <laughs> Just standing near it, it will spray a mist of gluten in your face. My cheeks hurt. I'm fuck your happiness. So much. <laughs> Every case just says fuck your happiness. Yeah. It's got gluten mace on it. <laughs> Ooh, gluten mace. That's a good possible secondary for the name. It's on the band name. Ooh, <laughs> shit. Gluten mace. We're gluten mace and we're going to melt. We're going to increase your fat cells. I don't know. Gluten mace. And we, we strictly do weddings. We're, we're going to irritate band. your bowels. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make sandwiches uncomfortable. Two, three, four. Uh, did you see That's the story? That's our first album. Sandwiches uncomfortable. Uncomfy Sandies. Uh, bread regret. Bread. No. Bread gret. Bread gret. Bread <laughs> Our first that's single. A, that's, a, that's a band name. That's do you guys, guys want to join my band? Bandit. <laughs> So, so who's the next shark? I was just gonna say last week there was a, the 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 news story about the the <laughs> rapper who died, and then they had like a I guess like an Irish wake sort of, but they sold tickets to uh, this thing where they they showed up, and there's the rapper, um, kind of weekend at Bernie's style, dressed on stage, kind of propped up. And uh, he's got like an outfit. Shit, you not. This is the thing that happened. Oh and the family's catching flack. The family's catching flack because they charged money for tickets to come to what they referred to as the final concert. Uh, I was I was just kind of uh, uh, amazed by that. Now, I understand the idea of an Irish wake and other. Uh, um, uh, yeah, other but don't prop up other- the body. Well, I mean, we can lay him down. I mean, well, you can, people can be tripping on him, right? If, especially Give if you're him drinking. a seat. Look, you, you need two nice. He's tired. Ju- He's dead. Two it's nice an Irish Jewish wig. Boys. He should be out of seat with a pint of Guinness in his hand. Two nice Jewish boys, one on either side, will carry him around. They'll tie his legs to their legs, his arms to their arms, and they will walk him around the party free of charge. Do we have time for one more? God, I hope so, because this is getting awful. Getting. Okay. <laughs> like Am I a jerk is... for ruining my sister-in-law and her husband's life? No. Yes. <laughs> Bit of a one split consensus. Side. Yeah, all right. I am a 28-year-old female with a husband named John and a 7-year-old girl. My sister-in-law and her husband, let's name them Anita and Michael, are very entitled. When it comes to shopping with them, how entitled I, are they? They're ah. so entitled. <laughs> when it comes to shopping with them, I and John have to pay for them. It also comes to other stuff that requires pain or stuff like that. A few weeks ago, Anita posted something very long on her Facebook saying how I was a stealer, a liar, how I somehow stole her MacBook and other stuff that was in her house. I replied that I'd never been to her house before and that I don't even know where it actually is. I also had proof. Most of the people who saw this were on my side. Her popularity dropped immediately. They also made their 16-year-old son do everything in the house, and I mean everything. Okay. 
A few days ago, we had a small dinner with them, and then we played some board games. Anita said that Michael is going to help her because she doesn't clearly remember some stuff okay. Understandable. One game was done, and we went on to the other one. It was Euro Business, a game about paying money and buying places you can turn into bigger and bigger houses. And I was wow. the bank person who was giving that all the money that needed exchange. So fucking boring. Oh my God. <laughs> game night tomorrow. That sounds like watching old bugs fuck inside of a cake. Yeah. <laughs> ashes to ashes, fondant to fondant. <laughs> Try our new tarantula cake. It's the stuff of nightmares. Also available for brisses. <laughs> <laughs> you keep the foreskin. <laughs> we'll bronze it for you. <laughs> if you have bronzed twins, you foreskin, get a dibs on the band name. Bronzed foreskin. <laughs> you can open for gluten. No, I want to. That's for the band member's name. Bronze. I'm bronze foreskin. Bronze foreskin. Bronze foreskin on drums. <laughs> get it? Because it's foreskin and the yeah. called drum skin. Okay. Be- beating the skins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have <clears throat> never heard that before. Well, really? you learn something new every episode. Have... Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, Anita would always during the game say how she is bad and doesn't want to doesn't know what to do. Michael said that I don't know how to give the money and stuff, and he would be a better banker than me. They complained during rounds one through three. In round four, I completely lost it. John's boss called them because of an upgrade or something. They complained about how I'm bad, that I don't even know how to give the money properly, etc. My daughter was on a two-day school trip to a zoo. What the fuck kind of zoo is story is all over the place? Uh, okay. I'm going to try and get to the, okay. The life ruining. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do, 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 do. The family began to hate me more and more. I texted Anita and Michael privately this, Hey, I want to apologize for making my family, making my family hate me. I've had enough of you. Oh, I would want you to apologize for making my family hate me. I've had enough of you. You have been complaining about us every day and making your son do all of your housework. You are completely absurd, an ugly bastard who doesn't know how to do chores. If you'd want to, then I'll show you the whole social media something you did to me on a vacation a year ago. You'd better say that this was a misunderstanding or that it was a joke about me. Have a great day. Girls got receipts. They didn't respond, but they have uh, made more lies about about me on social media. Basically, what they did to me on vacation a year ago is that they have sexually harassed me and tried to, wow. Get him in the threesome? Uh, no, rape me. But I practice martial arts, so I didn't let that happen. Good. I've recorded everything since, I, and I was recording something for my mom. Uh, uh, after they made up more stuff about me, I was done. I made a post about the video around 50,000 people saw it and couldn't believe it. They got banned and can't be at least 500 miles from the place I am in. They moved away, but to the state where half of the city knew about them. Uh, sister-in-law makes up everything. This is a shit story. This story uh, sounds like it was written by a kid that made the whole fucking thing up. I'm going to say that you're a jerk for writing the story because it's it doesn't make any sense. Like, let's yeah. get a couple drafts before you post it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clean so, it up a bit. 
the couple makes them pay for everything. Don't you know what? Pay. Let's let's skip that don't, one. I want to go to the yeah. story that I first first got me onto this because this story is fucking epic. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try my best to remember it. Uh, I might miss a few details, but good news is it's on YouTube, so you can listen to it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So the story is: is this guy? Um, <laughs> this guy grew up uh, with his parents. His parents divorced. And his mom was very controlling. Uh, eventually, he moved in with his father, and his father started teaching him about his business, and he eventually worked his way up to partner of the business with his father. Uh, he didn't have a lot of contact with his mother and his half-sister, who was the reason that his parents got divorced, because mom cheated on dad, got pregnant with sister. So didn't have a lot of contact growing up. Dad dies okay son inherits the business and then this is right about the time that the quarantine starts mm. <laughs> out of nowhere mom shows up with sister Uh-oh. and basically demands that he give up his house to his sister who is pregnant little right. backstory uh sister and her boyfriend uh sister didn't really do a lot of work. She did some like online at home stuff. Her boyfriend worked, but was laid off. Like cake sitting. Sure, we'll go with that. Okay. You sit on cakes and then you fart and then you make the video online, make money. Well, that's that's called a fetish. You can still make money. Yeah. Anyway, absolutely. sorry. <laughs> I have no problem. People make money, do it. So, sitting on a cake. Basically, mom demands the house that he lives in. Uh, because she feels it was owed to her in the inheritance when his father died. Uh, He looked it up. There's no way it was hers. Um, She started getting angry when he kept telling her it's not going to happen. This is my house. Um, She slaps him. Oh. He slaps her back. She Uh. starts going off about calling the, the... the police at which point he points to his girlfriend who's been there the whole time holding up her phone going <laughs> we've been recording this whole thing yeah. so yes let's let's call the police i'm sure they'd love to see the video well he slapped his mom i mean he had the high ground anakin <laughs> so uh mom and sister eventually leave um and mom proceeds to spin this wild yarn about what an insensitive jerk her son is getting the entire family against him. Wow. He then comes back and says, no, this is what happened. Um, and then it goes even further because mom then brings in her daughter and boyfriend to live with her, makes them live in the basement because she's running an Airbnb out of her house and she doesn't want to give up any of the rooms. And then starts telling daughter's boyfriend that she cheated, her daughter cheated on him and that the baby she's pregnant with may not be his. Sister then goes to brother and says, hey, this is happening. Will you help me get a DNA test so I can prove that I didn't cheat? Blah, blah, blah. Brother says, fine, I'll help you with that. DNA test comes. Mother steals it from the mailbox. 
Okay, so that's a capital offense. Brother then um, decides to get a backup copy sent to his house. Yeah, I like how he's like, oh, you don't have the only copy of the results. Oh, it gets gets so much worse. (laughs) Mom is such an idiot. So brother takes sister's boyfriend out to lunch to kind of get his side of the story. Boyfriend explains how mother's been, you know, feeding all this crap to him about uh, his girlfriend cheating on him because that's what she did to her husband and she's just like him. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, DNA test finally comes out and it's revealed that he is, in fact, the father. She didn't cheat. You are the father. At the same time. The mom's pregnant. The mother calls and starts screaming at the daughter because she has looked at the results of the DNA test that she stole from the mailbox and starts cursing the daughter out for having the child of a Mexican. By the way, did I mention the mom's racist? Oh, okay. We got, we got, I mean, by this point, Anything really is, is, you know, on the table. Brother takes sister and her boyfriend home where mother has hired someone to haul all their shit out into the street. She's kicking them out. Isn't that not her house? No, she owns, mother owns the house that, uh, okay. That boyfriend and, and daughter were living in the basement. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And they were talking about the house of the brother. Yeah, the house that the brother had, and yeah. So, so brother then starts recording the whole thing, which leads Mm -hmm. into a tirade where daughter is now on her knees begging mom not to throw them out. Mother slaps (laughs) daughter. (gasps) It's all on video. Here's where the nuclear revenge comes in. Brother then posts the video on social media. Mm-hmm. As you do. For all the family to see. Family then shuns mother. Yeah. Then starts writing horrible reviews on Yelp for her, her Airbnb. <laughs> Basically shuts down her business. This is not the brother or the daughter or the boyfriend. This is other family members. Um... Brother gets sister into therapy. They all uh, could use a big ladle of therapy. Just, just sad. Everybody oh, yeah. gets a ladle. You get a therapy. Sister and you boyfriend get, get moved into an apartment. Brother gives uh, future brother-in-law, because they, they're getting married, gives mm-hmm. him a job at his firm, just like his dad did for him, basically Aww. helping give sister and future brother-in-law a leg up uh mother has now been shunned by entire family and is now in a serious depression she walks through town and the villagers are like shame they're throwing vegetables at her so so question is there any way this situation could have been handled better better yeah Cut, cut crazy mom off to begin with and mm. never deal with her again. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, what could what could son have done to make it worse? Calling the cops the first day she showed up, demanding the house. Hmm. Stalking around the house and or hiring people 
to run around in sheets and pretend the house is haunted. <laughs> uh, Burning oh. mother's house down. I mean, so so this whole thing started. The brother, you know, his house was supposed to be given up to the pregnant daughter. Yeah, brother would not way, give way up back. the house that he bought, yeah. paid for, yeah. to his pregnant sister. They must have. I think mostly, but the mom probably wanted to get the the daughter out of the house. Also, more than a little bit. I think uh, mother was. Uh, again, mother's super controlling. She at one point in, in the initial you're going to give your house to your sister said that uh, I brought you into this world. So as far as you're concerned, I am God. And when I say jump, you say how high. Wow. Uh, and, and keep in mind that they had not had very much contact since he moved out. This was yeah. kind of like the first time that they had any sort of inner meaningful interaction other than a hey i got a, an idea as to how he can make this worse <clears throat> so once the daughter and the boyfriend slash possible future brother-in-law moved out and the mom is there by herself in her house or whatever <clears throat> what they could have done was uh this and this is a great prank that i saw pulled a couple of times by some evil people on online uh go to craigslist take uh the address of the house take pictures of everything on the front lawn on the porch put the house up for sale on craigslist. yeah maybe not the house on for sale but like everything around it be like you know we're moving so uh starting at like 6 a.m or, or no as soon as they know the mom's out of the house and will be gone like most of the day be like yeah starting at that point on uh first come first serve take whatever you want because they will strip that shit bare and there's no way to figure out who took what. So it's great. It's like organized looting. I think I, I, I think Sam's right. As soon as the mother showed up, now again, the, the guy said he was completely blindsided, but he already knew how toxic the mother was. Yeah. I, I don't think there's really any way to make that situation better. And yeah. from what it sounded like, the mother had kind of promised the daughters, like, oh, don't worry, your brother's going to give up the, the house. You're going to have a place to live. Um, now, the brother is definitely... No, he's fully the in the right. Yeah. yeah. And did well more than he needed to in this situation. And was smart enough to record it. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Bronhilda with her, <laughs> uh, with her buns so bright. Also, pro tip. If your family member is toxic, you don't owe them a relationship with you. Very true. You know, and that's the, that yeah. is the through thread on most of these Am All I the it. Jerk things, especially family ones. It's like they cut them off. There was one yeah. I, I read that was about um, a, a lady who was single who finally got pregnant. She was going to have a, a baby and her sister-in-law kept stealing Oliver Thunder uh, when she tried to make the announcement that she was pregnant, the sister-in-law stole it, even though she wasn't pregnant. Everyone in the family assumed it was her because she was married to her brother. And and no one apologized. Like, the family kept calling her a bitch for, like, stealing or trying to make it about her. And she was like, no, I'm the one pregnant. She's, you know yeah. what, fuck you all. Yeah. <laughs> So there's one that Charlotte Dobre did. It's similar. Like uh, this one sister has 
is pregnant for like the third time or whatever. And um, the other sister has had a couple miscarriages, which is very unfortunate. It's a very real thing. But her mom was like, you should give your sister your kid because you have enough. I remember that one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you yeah, can't sure. Imagine. Let me just make one for you. Here you go. I guess oh, I got to do you. everything for you. I have it's a, just uh, insane. I, have a, a I just I can't figure out how people like what is the the what is the mindset that makes you go oh no you've had three kids but your sister can't do it so it's the it's the enabling it's the this is my golden child and when uh, the life shit, that I sheltered them from there you know the, to this point is no longer a thing that I can keep you know uh, them safe from without having you know a serious financial uh, support system in place I'm just going to start making this other people's problems and if you have any kind of feeling about it somehow it's going to be you that's the asshole instead of just blindly doing giving away your own child because your others like that's that's really mentally ill I have a am I the asshole question to pose to you all but here's the thing I don't really give a shit in this situation and it involves my family. So yes, uh, dude, you're the asshole. So no shit. There I am. Uh, okay. So let me explain to you why you'll be wrong about that. So um, I'm also going to say there's probably no way in hell you're the asshole here. Well, okay. So the whole story <laughs> like, on this is um, my cousin is getting married. Uh, my uncle Floyd's, uh son zach is going to be getting married uh to this young, nice young lady i only met her once and it was at a funeral but she seemed nice right uh she's like really a nice gal scenario uh that's a hard that's a hard room to kind of get to meet people for the first time right yeah um but again uh, i felt she did a pretty good job of you know adapting to the weirdness and everything else because it was a very odd uh, it was more party than sadness, but respectful. It was a very weird thing. Anyway, yeah. So they're getting married, and uh, the bride wants to have the ceremony in the town she grew up in. Now, uh, my there's there's a couple of different branches of, the, of my family tree that are that are a lot more fruitful than say the branch that I'm on, right? Um, they got a lot more resources and a lot more everything else. I, I harbor no ill will for that. I'm just I'm just stating that because they have the ability to do more than say the rest of us. Anyway, so she wants to have this wedding in her hometown. My niece, uh, this is her hometown also. So like easy breezy lemon squeezy, right? Um, we got family flying in from all over the country. I think there's some people coming from out of country that are going to be there. Um, I come to find out that they send invites or they're planning to send invites to everybody except for my niece. Aww. And I'm like, hold on. Now, this is like the one person you wouldn't have to worry about a hotel room for. This is one person that wouldn't have to worry about transportation and it's in her home fucking town. Like, how the fuck do you not take that as a direct fucking insult? So I call up my aunt, uh, the mother of the, the groom. And, uh, you know, 
not in any kind of accusatory kind of a way. You know, I was just like, hey, you know, it's a new year and we're all gearing up for the wedding. So people, everybody's super excited. It's all we were talking about for a while. I was just hoping maybe I'd get some clarification about the, the guest list uh, real quick. So she calls me back. We do a little bit of uh, talking here and there. And then I say, yeah, so did I hear that right? Did I hear that, you know, uh, my niece isn't going to be getting an invite? And so she starts tapping. And that's what I found is when you ask somebody a direct question, just sit back and shut your mouth. And you'll see them take all this rope. You didn't even yep. know you had that much rope. They'll just keep taking. Yep. So she goes into it's this like long trick. story. Yeah. It was in this long story about how the well, the, the bride she uh, she made all these changes and uh, uh, then it was like the, uh, the the groom her son didn't feel like he and my my niece had a very very strong or hadn't had enough uh, uh, connections together one on one really to feel like it warranted so she's throwing her own kids under the bus yeah a um, and. Again, I just try to make it clean. I'm like, okay, so I'm just trying to see. I mean, can you understand how that wouldn't be like completely alienating? And and how would you not take that personally? That there's this huge wedding that everyone's invited to, and it's in it's like down the street from my goddamn house, but you don't think to like you can't drag a stool over? Like, is there any wiggle room with that? And that my my aunt uh simply said no in a very like type of tone that i hadn't heard before mm. and it was like okay so this is what that other face you got this is the voice you use with that shit cool <laughs> so my response to that was okay oh that was one of the other problems is they're trying to keep the numbers down you even need to give a plus one if it's that much of a big deal just let her know that she's included that's the heartbreaker is my, my niece has always wanted, she's worked her ass off to feel that she's a part of this family and they could really give of much of a fuck less when they're within line of sight. It's a little bit of a different story, but if there's any effort involved, it's like all of a sudden she's like a non-entity. So I, it, I've got, I've got a bunch of questions here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So when they tell me that they're trying to keep the numbers down, this, that, and the other, but they're super excited about meeting my daughter who they hadn't met yet. I said, so there's no wiggle room with Rebecca. And they said, no. And I said, okay, cool. Then let me head, go ahead and help with the numbers issue. Cause I'll just let you know right now, uh, my daughter and I will not be attending. And she's like, well, you have every right to feel that way. I'm like, well, I appreciate you respecting that. But yeah, this does not fly with me. And the thing is, if the family that I got is okay with this shit that's going along, then I wouldn't want to be there in the first goddamn place. Because that's, that's not the fuck what this is about. And I was I was pissed. But I did not vocalize it. I was respectful. But I told him straight up, I'm just like, no, fuck that and you. So okay. the asshole don't care. So here's the here's the first question I have, sure. uh, and you may not have the answer. Did your niece and your aunt have some sort of falling out? Because it sounds like the aunt is planning the wedding. Uh, there has been little connection. Um, there have been a few moments where, um, I mean, this goes down a long, deep rabbit hole, and my half-sister my niece's mom she is basically sworn off the family she is like she has not talked to anyone and my her own daughter my niece has gone through legal 
action to basically separate herself from her mother because she's that toxic and bad. So it's like guilty by association. Yeah, that, that sucks. Even though Rebecca has like put herself together, she's doing all that she can to try and get her life on track without having a mom. And this is where the family's supposed to come to fucking gather, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so, you know, so she's yeah. being punished for her mother's crimes then. Partially that and also partially, and I hate to make it sound like this, but you know, if you're not in a certain tax bracket, not really that big of an issue. Yeah. My mom, my mom is the matriarch of this family. She was the oldest of all the, the siblings. My aunt Kathy who passed, uh, she was the next oldest. Whenever she got sick, my, my uncle Flo and everybody, they'd fly from all over the place. So maybe you should get your to mom to put her foot down. <laughs> this shit is not right. Well, that's the thing is they don't, they don't give much of a shit about her. They've, uh, in all the times that she's been sick and I've been here taking care of her, uh, they've not once ever flown out here and made any kind of an effort really outside of maybe sending some flowers or a phone call every once in a while. So, okay. So when their family's got shit going on, we're expected to fly out there and be a part of it. Okay. No. So here's, here's my next question. Yeah. Uh, your cousin is the one getting married. Mm-hmm. How does he feel about your niece? Uh, His cousin. Uh, that I don't know. Honestly. Because uh, it's yeah. possible he doesn't know this is going on. Because your aunt said that they don't they didn't have any meaningful connection, but you didn't hear it from him. Well, He's aware, uh, as the rest of the family is now, that I'm not going. Eric is not going, and now Mom's not going either. I didn't. I didn't try and put that on her. I didn't include her in she that. Chose. She chose. She made that decision on her own. And I'm very happy and proud of her for for making that. And she's also hurt, and also standing up for for Rebecca. And that's the that's the thing is like I know the feeling of not feeling like you're worth showing up for. Yep. And I'll be goddamned if I'm going to let that happen. In our own home, fucking, like, can you get a bigger slap in the fuck face than that? Oh, but you they want to meet my daughter, who they've never met before. So like, where's that fucking interactions at? Are, there other, are yeah. there other family members that are less associated that were invited? That might be less connected, I guess? Uh... I'm not sure because this was this happened at a, such a point where the invites hadn't gone out yet. And I was just mm-hmm. finding out that uh, that that was going to, to take place. Did it and ever so, occur to you to make your niece the plus one as a big F you to your aunt? Oh, yeah. left. <laughs> no, because and you know what? Because I wouldn't want to make her I wouldn't want to make my niece feel awkward. Yeah, but it would have shown it would have shown your niece that at least you care yeah and with you with the two of you you would have had a really good time making fun of the rest of the fucking family if i was still drinking a hundred percent yes if i was still drinking jesus christ we would have been a terror for that goddamn wedding oh my god even sober you and her would have had a a good time together and again it would show her that at least someone gave a fuck enough about her to say, Hey, you matter just as much as anyone else. You'll be my plus one. We'll have a good time. And it'll give a great big F you to the aunt and anyone else. 
that's the slant I would try to put on it. But empathetically, I feel no, it, like her response would be, this is what it takes to make me a part of a goddamn family event is someone has to bring me. Basically, I have to crash my own family's event. And she be would a part be, of it. She would be completely justified. Yeah. But at the same time, again, you know. It, I think it would also go a long way because she could she could say, no, that's OK. But at least in her heart, she would know that at least one person has her back in the family. Yeah. Well, I think she would know that with this scenario anyway. Just maybe not in like a the physical sense of going. With the passing of my Aunt Kathy, uh, that really uh, she was in a lot of ways kind of like the the leader of the family even though she wasn't the oldest because she just she mm-hmm. took charge and she would have been the first to call floyd out on that to his face and given him nine different shades of shit yeah. about that because she and and uh and kathy was very much another one that had that level of empathy to be like hey maybe other people's feelings actually fucking matter also and maybe if we threw a thimble's worth of uh effort into this uh, and include uh, this person who's desperately trying to be a part of the family, make them feel like that, you know, and it's not like we're saying, oh, she didn't get to be a fucking bridesmaid. Well, then I'm not going. It's something like that. Yeah. It's like, you can't even make a fucking you can't make a room for her. Yeah. You got all the goddamn money in the fucking Just world. One more fucking have, seat. You yeah. can't make one, one, you get one more spot. Sorry. Yeah. That's horseshit. So, yeah. Like, what if she promises not to eat a piece of your spider cake? Well, well it, it sounds that's, to me that's that her your loss, niece, really. It is her loss, but like you know, sometimes. And, and I know we've negotiate. talked about it on this show before, but it's like Samantha said: there, there comes a point where you need to cut the toxicity out of your life, mm-hmm. and maybe it's time your niece went. Just said, "Fuck it." Uh, I've said I've said on this show uh, a million times that your your family isn't who you're born to, it's who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Uh, your relatives are who you're born to. Your family is who you assign, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I we've talked about on the show. I don't talk to my brother anymore because of his toxicity. I don't talk to my sister because of her tox- toxicity. Uh, I have a very loose relationship with my father. Um, which is unfortunate because uh, as we were growing up, I was his biggest defender while my, both my brother and sister were very against him, but now we're all grown ups, and he loves them way more. Um, and I'm kind of left in the shit house. At least that's my feeling. Um, but I'm not hurt by it because I have such a strong support group that I've, fostered the two of you danny bryce my wife and her family i feel more love from the people that i've surrounded myself with than the people who my understanding should i should have unconditional love from i still love my sister and brother uh but i have no desire to have them in my life i don't need that kind of toxicity life is way too short to constantly be you know arguing over bullshit you know same with long-term friends too like my one of my best friends since we were 12 you know going on 25 years i don't deal with her crap anymore 
Well, yeah, at a certain point, it has to be about <clears throat> your good your mental me. health. Yeah, and that's it's not selfish to realize that someone's presence in your life is only causing negative uh, a negative impact, and it may not it may not be intentional, or it may be intentional, or maybe. Uh, any number of things, but at the end of the day, if all it is doing is making life tougher, you have every right to to distance yourself from that situation and from that person. I know for my niece, it's difficult because she's already had to cut, you know, one of the most important aspects of a young girl's life. You know, she's yeah. barely in her 20s and she's had to do that already. And now there's more and more uh that you know it's easy to you know see it from the outside and say the best thing to do in that situation is blank but when the heart's involved and all you've tried to do is be a part of that other person's life and they've shown zero interest or effort back that's crushing because it makes you feel like your effort and your whole essence is worth nothing even though you know it's not. At least you hope you you hope that they know that it's not. And that's what I've tried to do in uh, <clears throat> keeping in contact with her and letting her know that at least the coolest fucking uncle in the goddamn family is got her back, and that's mm -hmm. a goddamn promise, and that'll be there for for forever and a day. Um, and that there are people in her life that will show up for her, that will be you know, uh, someone that she can turn to when she needs it. It's not as it's based. It's a very small group. Um, but, uh, but it'll ideas. grow as she, she desires. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she and that's out of that town too. And, and, and this is, this important. is why I brought up the whole, uh, am I the jerk thing? Because I think especially right now with so much toxicity, I, mm. I think it's really important that we take time and, look at our lives, look at our mental and emotional health as well as our physical. And especially with uh, the last couple of years, it, it may be time for you to take stock of your relationships and ask if they're really worth it. And, and even more importantly, ask if you're worth it. Welcome back to not another divorce cast. Um, <laughs> where we give you the straight poop about the shit in your life that you need to deal with and the shit you don't, the shit you can take and the shit you can leave. Um, yeah, at the end of it, it all comes down to yourself uh, and in a non-conceited way. It, it, you know, it's been bred into us to feel like, oh, that's a selfish thing to do uh to turn your back on so and so it's like i'm not turning my back on somebody who's desperate and in need yep. that is uh that is on hard times i am distancing myself from a situation that is toxic and if you had any care for me and my health and well-being you could kind of see that it's not an easy decision that i have to make but it's one that I need to do in order to keep myself from going as cuckoo as the Cocoa Puffs that are trying to make me like they are. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you can understand that, that's great. I appreciate that. Maybe in time, uh, uh, opinions can change. But, you know, as it stands for, for how it is right now, learning to put value on yourself and, and, and saying that the people that are going to be in my life need to, to 
understand these boundaries are here. Please respect them. And I will respect yours. If they can't, if they can do that, then that's great. If they're not, then you need to reassess that situation. Like James said. Yep. So Jim, awesome seeing your face. I hope we see more of it. Thank you. I'm going to try to, uh, maybe work some out with the boss people. Uh, I know, uh, school will be ending here soon. So the schedule is going to, I think, change to a more day oriented situation. So, uh, Look forward to see more of my pasty face and visage. Oh, uh, we're gonna be in the gymmed yeah. so much more often. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a gym <laughs> sandwich. It's gonna Ooh. be a nice James base, right? <laughs> little, little like more, a bully base. Little, little bully base, right? A little, little bully James. Little, I like to little, think of myself as the foreplay, and Jim is the <laughs> the finale. I am the bronze. I am the opening game. act. Jim is the headliner. You're the fluffer, right? You get them all hot and bothered and all wet. And you just come in, in and gym all over their face. Yeah. Gym it real good. Gym it just, mm, gym at home. <laughs> gym at home. I like how you've embraced this gymming thing. <laughs> yeah. When the first time you heard it, you were like, oh, God, no, 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 no. Which then prompted us to then continue. Because we're good of, friends. Yeah. <laughs> I can turn you into a verb Am and I you can be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would only want you people to, you people. Oh, man, that sounds bad. <laughs> I would only want you people to, to Fucking turn racist. What does that yes. mean, Jim? You people? Verbist. What the you fuck does that mean? You white people. <laughs> you podcasters. You. you white podcasters. There's so few of us. <laughs> We're a rare, I, rare breed. <laughs> I heard a podcaster say, um, if you're in a serious relationship with a girl, she shouldn't have Instagram because that's cheating. And I'll just leave that there. That's like saying uh, you're, if you're in a relationship, if the guy you know is masturbating to porn or to anything, then that's cheating. It's like, no, that is getting, uh, he needs to get that fluid out. That, that's some concentrated evil. Look, if you're a good girlfriend, you'll give him a secondhand handy. He's in gymmed. He needs Full to. Circle. He needs to. You will that let gym. him gym all over you. Ejimulate, if you will. <laughs> oh my god! Let's wrap it up. Just rub it in before you gym. Wrap it up before you. Let's wipe it off. Let's wrap, wrap it up before he gyms on you. Just run at him with saran wrap, like, no! Let's get moist. <laughs> oh, you just changed the title of the episode. <laughs> the 11th is, hour. Yeah. Bam! That's a fourth he gymmed it right, right there. in there. <laughs> with extreme prejudice. You oh, couldn't gym prejudice. any harder than you just did. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, this how many times have you heard joy. that, buddy? <laughs> I have a headache. I just want to go to sleep. I just want to go to sleep. I got to sleep. I do appreciate you guys staying up late for 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 all this. It's been fun. Hey, I would stay up even later if I knew I was going to get gym done. Same. Okay. Well, I got to eat more protein <laughs> if, if we're going to do this again. Eat the spider cakes full <laughs> of protein. I've been, I've been drinking milk. 
So I should help Drink us your milk and, and have a have a big slice of spider cake. We, I mean, you don't want to have dry spider cake. That's, that's not dope. that's not fun for anyone. Add more mayonnaise to it. Oh. <laughs> you made it weird, Sam. You took something wholesome like weird. spider cake and you made it weird. I made it weird. You took something covered. as beautiful as spider cake and you just chipped all over it. Look right hey, there. Mayonnaise. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if we can get any weirder, so bye everyone. Bye. Just wipe this off. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. There are so many places for you to find us outside of www.notanotherpodcast.com. For instance, you can find us on Facebook at Not Another Podcast. You can also find us on Tumblr at www.notanotherpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also find me, Samantha Stark, on Twitter at Samantha Stark 3 And you can find James on Twitter as well under James Spooky, spelled with an I-E, not a Y. And you wanted it, you asked for it, you got it. You can also find us now on iTunes under, you guessed it, Not Another Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out, Not Another Podcasters.